I'm going to do this entire episode without the Wikipedia page for cats. Oh, I've got it up. I've also got some song lyrics up because I think we need to talk about some things. We are... Okay. We have to not spend as much dedicated time on Rum Tum Tugger this go around. (laughs) That's true. We spent a whole lot of time on Rum Tum Tugger. We spent a lot of time. He's very... It's The name is very sexual. Rum Tum Tugger and Rumple Teaser are the two most sexual words I've ever heard in my life. Um, we are recording. Rumple teaser. Yeah, rumple teaser is definitely when you like tickle somebody's butt with a feather. Um, oh my god! Hey, I'm everybody. pretty sure that's from our episode. Is it? Like, I think we said that because that's low hanging. That's not hard to to get to. That's Jason Derulo's character. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Reboot Leggers. You're joining us in the middle of something. Um, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. And I'm Buster for Jones. Yeah, we're doing, um, so this is a comedy podcast uh, most of the time where we do reboots of things that uh, shouldn't need rebooted. And this is going to be our first ever re-reboot. Um, we've already done Cats, but we're going to do Cats again because I had to see Cats, the new one, last night. And, uh, or maybe you I chose to. You had to or you got to? Oh, well, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the debate since the movie came out uh, last year. Who who chooses to see it and who is forced to? But so last time, Je- uh, Frank, we made a movie that I think combined cats with Battleship. Um, and the cats. How think, did that work out? You it think out you know it great. combined cats with Battleship? Well, I couldn't remember if it was actually Battleship or it's just like. Well, the Battleship movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't remember if we actually did that or if we just talked about it. Because so in our in our I think it was more of a space adventure we did that had less space. to do with yeah because in, in our reboot it became about cats and water and water is sentient mm-hmm. and all the water left and yeah. uh the cats had to go get it back or they were trying to fight it because cats hate water <clears throat> they they were fighting the water i and then for some reason and we made bustopher jones our main character because we knew nothing about cats or the characters and it's just the most regular it's probably the best cat name in in the whole in the whole production like that's a name you could actually name a cat yeah, like i don't know about that it's pretty funny uh and bust oh wait you're going you're, you're going by closest to what a real person would name their cat yeah 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 like i'm going okay. i'm going based on like if if like if one of them was named mittens that would be the winner yeah but i think it'd be better than mittens because i think bustopher jones is it's it's very funny but my question is, is like, because there's that whole first song about like, hey, every cat has three names. That's what I was gonna and bring that up. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. So me like and one me and everyone name? else who's listening has not seen cats, so you're gonna need to walk us through some of these. But here's the okay, thing. Okay, so there's a there is a song where they're like, hey, every cat has three names. Your yeah. first name is I don't know. Your second it, name is I don't know either. But right. your third name is whatever we call you, Rum Tum Tugga. No, that's actually. So I'm I'm looking at the lyrics because I had to confirm this because I thought maybe I just didn't <clears throat> hear the song right. But so the first name is the one that humans give you your your slave name. If your you slave will. name. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, um, that's, that's your mittens. That's your mittens. Or and according <laughs> to the mittens, song, that's your snowball. <laughs> except according to the song, it's. Peter, Augustus, Alonzo, or James, or Victor, or Jonathan, George, or Bill Bailey. 
Bill Bailey's a pretty good name for a cat. <laughs> okay. Um that Bill Bailey seems like an orange tabby. Yeah. Um but so then the second name Lonzo's are pretty good. They say they're too. names that are more peculiar and more dignified, like Monkus Trap or Bomba Lurina. Monkus Trap? Monkus Trap, who is never explicitly named in the movie or the musical, I don't think, but he's the one who's like in charge but who's not judy dench like he's the one who's introducing all the other cats all the time his name is monkus trap yeah it's a horrible name he was the creepiest one he's a real weird one and then then they say you have a third name but they don't ever tell you what the third name is it's just cats have a third name i I bet you that's i bet you that's the only problem with the entire thing and so Mm -hmm. it's it's weird too so what if it's like the fun what if it's like the fun nicknames that they give each other like they called judy dench old duke well, that's just old Deuteronomy made shorter. That's not a... I know, it's a nickname. It's just the most anticlimactic third name. And then the third name is just what we call you because it's easier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the movie, they make a big... So we're following Victoria the White Cat, who I think is just some random throwaway cat in the original one. And then in the new one... That's harsh. They ask her yeah, so her she name. She still has her slave name. She still right. has her slave name. Victoria. That's not, and I'm pretty sure that's not a thing in the original one. Because in the in this one, they ask her, "What's your name?" And she says, "Victoria." And they're like, "No, no, 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 no. What's your name?" And she's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." And then they never like give her a new one. They just make a really big deal about how that can't be her real name. But then they never fix it. Uh, so maybe she has to discover it on her own. But then she doesn't do that either. Is the thing. It's been a day. Hold on. Here's the thing. The movie Cats takes place in an evening. That's true. It's in one evening. She's not going to come up with her own new name in an evening. That's true. So, Frank, uh, to to I don't even think we ever talked about the original plot in our original one. But basically, this movie is about, or this show, whatever you want to call it, it's about which cat gets to go to heaven. Um, and they're all basically putting on a talent show. Now, I've read some differing interpretations. Mm-hmm. Is it heaven... It's or co- is it just like they the call next it, world? They call it the heavy side layer. And Which in science is a real thing. Is it really? Yeah. Now you said that word you said this word science. Uh-huh. She's right. Oh my gosh. It's also called the Kennelly Heaviside layer. So it's somebody Heaviside is somebody's last name. It's a layer of ionized gas occurring between roughly <laughs> 90 and 150 kilometers above the ground in the ionosphere so so they're they're just sending a cat into 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 orbit into low low orbit yeah this isn't even you're off to live a better life (laughs) just hanging out in a balloon up there like you're not even doing anything cool now a balloon wasn't part of the song so they do send the cat who wins off in a balloon at the end it's a balloon okay so it's just like a nice vacation I guess, except I she's stuck in a it balloon. As more of, it's more of like a ritual sacrifice. It's kind of what it seems like, yeah. Balloons, though, they come back down to the ground. Not I... this one. This one, actually, she goes up to the clouds and fades away. Uh, but so, um... It's gotta like land Greece? somewhere. Like the end of Greece? <laughs> yeah, that's what the heavy side layer is. It's, it's, it's where just the grease wherever part, they where go at the end of went. Greece. <laughs> They did, so th- there's this, they call it the Jellicle Ball. Oh, also these cats all call themselves the Jellicle Cats, which I guess is like their gang name. Why not? And they do- Or, t- yeah, I was like, I don't know, does that mean they're like Christian or something? <laughs> they do two different songs about what it means to be a Jellicle Cat, and um, each of those songs is just 
this is these are things that cats do. So they never really explain what makes a Jellicle mm. cat spe- special from a regular cat. It's it's probably the singing and like the speaking English. No, because and the wearing of shoes and having people hands. Because like a no, Jellicle no cat, butthole. here's the thing: a Jellicle cat can, is black and white and very small, but also Jellicle cats are black and white and of moderate size. So like, but there are so many cats in this movie that aren't black and white. Right, that's the thing. Jellicle cats are black and white and not too big, but also okay. Gal- so hold on, are you telling me Jellicles are equivalent to Nazis? Wow, no, because there are some black and white cats. Here's the thing. So, but they're not letting other types in. But they do. Is the thing it makes it, they? That's the whole like this. The whole opening song is like what makes a Jellicle cat, and it's like. Uh, are you born blind? Do you, uh, can you see in the dark? Can you, uh, look at a king? I guess only Jellicle cats can look at kings. Um, at one point they ask, can you say that your bite is worse than your bark? And I, it's like, I think that's a trick question. They're like trying to catch any dogs. (laughs) Sure. There is a scene in this movie where a dog almost catches the cats, but you only hear the dog and see a door getting forced upon from the other side and i was very disappointed that we did not see a weird cgi man dog uh in this movie of cgi man cats but so also frank also frank at the very end of the movie judy dench gives you a lecture where she looks at you dead in the eye and says hey heads up just remember nice (laughs) treat your cats nice and hey don't ever ever compare cats to dogs or i will find you they have this huge like finale musical number that you would normally end a musical on and then there's another like three minutes afterwards where they slow it way down judy dench looks right into the camera and gives you a lecture on how great cats are how you need to treat them nice and how you should never compare them to dogs and then they end it it's very Mm -hmm. weird (laughs) um and the main cat still doesn't really have a home to go to they do no she does look her in the face and say you are a jellical cat and so that doesn't mean anything where is she gonna go (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like a Jellicle Hotel. Like, well, so that's... I, I, Frank, I didn't see one. Frank, you bring also, up a really good point. Because here's the thing. They live on this street that seems... It's proportioned for humans. And also the movie opens with a human lady throwing Victoria the white cat in a pillowcase out onto the street. Right? She this, is, want this is a people... What? This is a people world. Why are all of the businesses cat puns? All the businesses are cat puns. They have a milk bar. They have... Um, and the milk bar uh, clearly serves cats. Because it's all, like, served in dishes, which is, you know, you shouldn't give your cats milk because cats are lactose intolerant. Just that's that's a thing science knows, and uh, we shouldn't be doing that anymore. Makes no mm-hmm. sense. Okay. Now, the pillowcase. Yeah. <laughs> You're really fixated on this pillowcase. Well, it's because, the cruelty aside, like, a cat can go outside. You can just put the cat outside. And then, like, well, no, no, she drives. Not her. open the door again. She drives her to this street. So it's just a. It's you only okay. ever see the this woman from the the hands and waist down, and she's an old lady based on the, how mm. her hands look. And I'm pretty sure she's entirely mm. CG for some reason. Um. Also, really, it, she looked weird. But also, the rest of this movie looked weird. It is so weird how bad the CG was for 2019. Like, some their faces like float weird on now, their heads. Now, did you a see times. the butthole or no butthole cut? I did not see the butthole cut, unfortunately. Not a one. Not a one. No. Devastating. And here's the thing. I own two cats, and I've seen, like, 30 buttholes. So 
It's weird. Your two cats have 30 buttholes. I, that's, see, it's that's what I, it, it feels like. I have buttholes. more than two cats because of how often they show me their buttholes. So it just feels like this movie was doing a disservice to real cats. Um, But so back just trying to finish this weird plot summary. They're having what's called the Jellicle Ball, which is basically a talent show where different cats show why they are worthy to have a new life in the Heaviside Lair where... And for some reason, they have elected Judy Dame, Judy Dench, as... Oh, you hear hey, that? Hey, hey, there's some out. cats. Uh, but some for some reason, Dame Judy Dench is the one who gets She's to the pick decider. The, the, the bestest cat. Yeah, she gets to and, choose which uh, cat deserves a new life. They all go and audition for the role of the bestest cat but to only... go up to the gas layer in the sky. Right. And only some of the cats are auditioning. I thought it was all the cats, but only some of them. So you've got uh, Jenny Annie Dots, who is Rebel Wilson. She wants a new life because she's she hates living in this uh, this a human kitchen. She lives in a human kitchen and eats cockroaches, but she seems to love it. But she says she hates it. She eats cockroaches that are strangely people like, and they she have people trains, faces. That's true. The cockroaches are people bugs, and she trains them to dance and stuff, and then she eats them. She also trains mice to dance and eats them. And, and she also zippers off a skin suit. Yeah. And are we are we already in the first segment? Has that happened? No, this is the movie. This is the actual movie. And she also they make the mice children as well as just tiny. And um we'll get more to this later, but the proportions of the cats make no sense. They're constantly changing size, it seems. Um but we'll get to that cuz I have some ideas for that. So then um there's her, there's um Two, there's a pair of twins named um, Mungo, Mungo Jerry, Jerry and Rumpelteaser, and, and they are like little prankster thief cats. I don't know why they think they need a better life. I don't. Oh no, they're not even auditioning. They just suck. Um, yeah, they just suck. Then you Jason got Derulo, Jason Derulo, um, Rum Tum Tugger, and he sucks. And Bustaver Jones, Bustaver Jones is a bourgeois. He's a bourgeois cat. Yeah, he sucks because he just eats out of trash cans all the time. But he's like, I deserve to live somewhere else. Um, and then you've got Ian McKellen, who used to be an actor cat. I think they see this is the thing. They have a human theater, but they apparently had a lot of cat performers there. So he's like an old washed up actor who wants a new life. And then you've got Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, who has the only good song in the whole thing. Skimble and- Shanks. Yeah, I don't think he deserves a new life, though, because if he left, then um, that would make... He's already got, like, a pretty sick life. He's killing it. He's the only cat who wears pants, Frank, so he's already doing pretty good for himself. And then you've got uh, McCavity, played by Idris Elba, and he's the evil cat. And here's here's what He's committed every human crime. This is a line from his song, Frank, is that he has broken every human law. So... (laughs) We're talking Including insurance and, and fraud. He's committed and insu- no, no cat laws. Grand theft auto. This guy's done it all. <laughs> so keep him in mind. And here's the other fun That's thing. That's not even like that, like high treason in every country. Right. Here's the other thing that happens, Frank. Here's the thing that you should know about him, that his song doesn't mention it all. But the motherfucker can teleport like literally fucking nightcrawler, turn to smoke and take like, other cats with I feel him. like you get- you gotta at least have that much to commit every human crime. That's true. But like here, I have a theory about this. I have a whole theory about like this movie's plot. I'm and... excited. 
I'll say I'll save it. Let's for save it for. To... I just want to. So Frank, he so his whole thing is he also wants a better life, but his strategy is if I just kidnap all the other cats who are trying out and I put them on a barge on the River Thames, then they can't be there for the choosing, and then she'll have to choose me. The choosing. Um, but then what ends up happening is it turns out there's this other cat named Grizabella who all the other cats hate for some reason. Um, I, I don't know what her original poem is because it wasn't actually published. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, read her, this unpublished poem when T.S. Eliot's widow showed it to him. And then this poem is what made him decide to turn it into a full-blown musical. Um, it did not get included in the poems because apparently it's too sad, but basically it's a cat who all the other cats hate. In the movie, it's because previously she left and went and hung out with McCavity, the evil cat, for a while. She used to be mm. a theater cat also and left, and now they all hate her. Um, but she's they just... never, ever, ever, ever tell you any of this. They don't. Um, and so she's miserable, and then Victoria, the white cat, convinces her to come sing in front of old Deuteronomy, and then Deuteronomy, Judy Dench, is like, okay, you get to go up to the gas layer in the sky. Um Idris Elba, then Idris Elba does uh, McCavity. He does kidnap um, Judy Dench when she tells him, when he's like, look, I kidnapped all the other cats. I'm the only one here, so you got to choose me. And she says no. So then he kidnaps her. So then they bring in Mr. Mistopheles, the magical cat, who also has magic powers, but he's not good at them yet. And in the course of his song, he gets good at them, and he magics her back. So there's a whole lot of cat magic in this movie, but they really bury it under a lot of bullshit. The other thing you need to know, Frank, is none of these cats really look naked until Idris Elba decides to take off his coat. And then suddenly it looks like he's very naked and it's very unsettling. Mm. And um, that's just for you to think about um, later. <laughs> I'll, I'll choose not to. No, you, you, you'll think that, but then it'll happen. So um, that's the plot of cats. There's not much of one. And those are the cats that we're going to be talking about so let's get into our first segment called love it or leave it where we talk about what we're keeping and what we're getting rid of and i'm just going to say right off the bat we're keeping cat magic and i'm going to say we need more cat magic yeah okay so here's my theory about the cat magic mm -hmm. so i think that cats in like jellicles are like it's a cult right Seems and culty. Cult, very culty, and the only some cats have the special use of magic, but McCavity has tapped into the dark magic, right? And that's why he's able to teleport. That's why he's able to do all the cool shit that he does. But Mr. Mistopheles can kind of teleport. Well, so, so. Do the cats think that crime is cool? No, I don't think they, no. they don't like McCavity. They don't like him, and he's broken every human law. So they don't like crimes. Except okay. some of them do, because Rumpelteaser and Mungo Jerry steal a lot of things. And they were, well, maybe stealing is only a, that's what, is stealing just a human crime or also a cat crime? It seems like it's also a cat crime because they, so Victoria, not on purpose, but kind of on purpose, helps them steal a bunch of stuff during their songs. And this is where you start to get a sense of how odd the proportions of the cats are because they take like a human <laughs> ring and they put it entirely around her wrist as if it's a bracelet, even though that's not how small cats are. But then they also have a watch that fits around perfectly around her neck like a necklace. So, like, none of these – these humans are very weirdly shaped is what I think is what happened. Might be it's, like, a post-apocalypse and they're all weird mutant people. Um, 
You don't see so, any of them. Well, a normal human is keeping a cat as a pet in the beginning of the film. That's though. true. But so you get the sense that they don't approve of the stealing because she shows up and she still has one of the rings. And Monkus Trap looks at her like, hey, what the fuck? And then Mr. Mistopheles is like, oh, that's mine. It's from one of my failed tricks. And then he puts it in his, his hat. That is a port. That is a, a TARDIS, his hat. It's a Mary Poppins So, but like, I think, like, I feel like all the cats who, like, hang out with McCavity and... Uh, those cats all do like dark magic, right? Mm-hmm. And so when McCavity kidnaps Dame Judy Dench and puts her on the barge, and they're like, Mr. Mistopheles, you gotta tap into the dark magic. You gotta learn the dark magic to bring mm. her back. And so that the whole so Mr. Mistopheles is dark road. Yeah, his whole song is like learning to accept the darkness. And then when he finally does bring mm. her back, everyone is like, dark magic works, and like they are all convinced, like. <laughs> to go down the dark magic path. But so then why don't they, but they still hate McCavity after that. Well, yeah. Cause he kidnapped their girl. He kidnapped their girl. Right. The other weird thing, mm. Frank, is that some of the cats wear, um, fur coats as if that's, a, uh, like presumably, well, I mean, it's probably not cat fur. It might be. See, that's the thing. At first I was like upset about it, but then if you think about it, like of all the animals, the one that totally would wear like the skin of its brethren just around like a thing to do. But, it, but fur coats aren't made of cat. I, I need you to confirm that in real life. You're aware of, I'm this, a, of this fact. Well, I bet there's at least one, but also I, I, I guess that's, but these, I'm, I mean, I feel like they're supposed to be to make them look like fluffy. But cats. Like, like, like would a cat wear mink? Absolutely. For sure. Oh, yeah. They live that life of luxury. Well, I mean, what do you think? So, McCavity's done every human crime. Mm-hmm. You think he's he's rich. That's the thing. He doesn't he seem to be He can definitely afford rich. fur coats. It, and he he's wants a, a Bezos. He could be, but he doesn't seem like he's doing all that well. Like, his clothes are pretty tattered, and then he takes them off for some reason, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Idris. This, uh, that's like, that, 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 that works on you, huh? It's really, really upsetting about that. It's like it's like hey. how Frank. It's like how the original Sonic the Hedgehog movie design. What you said to me was never before have I thought Sonic was naked, but now I do. <laughs> That's how it felt. <laughs> you're just like I didn't yeah, think because... any of these cats were naked until Idris Elba took his coat off, and now it's like oh, they're like, oh, all that's naked. A naked. That's a naked boy. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, two of the cats do wear only shoes, and they do look more naked than the rest of them. They are the hip hop cats. Though. Yeah, they're there for about thirty what, seconds. What what kind of shoes are they wearing? They're like beat up old. Like are they, Jordans. Are they? They're not. They're not Pumas. No, they're. Oh, they should have been Pumas. They're like the beat up all white Chuck Taylors. They look bad. I didn't. I just wanted to make my joke. I don't, I don't really. I don't really care the answers. I when we're so while we're talking about things to keep and get rid of, I really want to get rid of the dancer movements, the cat dancer movements yeah. that every single performer does. Right. Like I get it, they're cats, but it was awkward to watch. Yes, I feel like the people who made this production, none of them have seen a cat is the thing, and they think that they're like the director was like all hips. If you're a cat, you just you're just all hips when you move around. And don't, shoulders. Hips and shoulders. Don't ever let your your hands like touch each other or the your body. Just be weird about it, is what they said. Um Ooh, so you, one thing one thing that I do also really want to keep is old actors trying cat stuff. Yes. So that was like actually Ian McKellen, great. It is like they it is like 
someone on set had a bet with some other people on set who were like, <laughs> who can make Ian McKellen act the weirdest? And so one person was like, no, no, here, I'll put it in the script. You'll see. And so Ian McKellen just walks around going, quote verbatim, meow, 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 meow. Yeah. He does. I mean, that's the that's the. I mean, the man the man did Broadway. Like he can <laughs> he can bring it. It was funny. Like, other, so his so song, then... it felt like it was just Ian McKellen talking about his career because the whole song uh-huh. is about how like yeah, movies today are great and stuff with like all the new things that they have in them. But like when I did it, it was like acting, and I was like, oh, this is just you being upset about The Hobbit, isn't it, buddy? The man, so, the man won so, six Laurence Olivier awards. <laughs> so <laughs> so the scriptwriter was like, I'm going to make him go meow, 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 meow. And he does. And then a prop designer is like, hold up. I'm going to make him drink milk right out of a bowl. Oh, it's and, so weird. And he does. That. And it's not even on the ground. It's Ian McKellen level. So he's leaning over a shelf and drinking <laughs> some milk right out <laughs> of a bowl. Just slurping it with his tongue, Frank. And then, and then a mm. set designer was like, nah, 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 nah. And he sets up a post just in the room, and Ian McKellen rubs all he does over the cat it like rub a cat. along it. Yeah. And because they're cats, even though they've got they walk around on two legs and they have human hands and feet, none of them like hug each other. When instead they would hug each other, they do that awkward thing where they just like nuzzle heads and necks the thing that like you know like cats do you know that thing that the really weird kids who were dating in high school would do when you like the really (laughs) weird theater kids we all knew two of these kids like they're just real weird kids that's what Mm -hmm. all of these cats are and then you've got judy dench doing it too judy dench my most favorite moment in this goddamn movie is after ian mckellen's song dame judy dench lounging in a person-sized cat bed is so enthralled by ian mckellen's song that she just sticks one leg straight up in the air in in approval like cats do you know frank like cats do like like cats do um and then uh so i'm curious frank based on all of this the one who you are the one who has managed to remain pure has not seen this movie it's, it's honestly not hard at all well you say that i don't but... know in the time of self-isolation what else are you doing man <laughs> um what... it's pretty much free to not click on cats yeah but <laughs> hey man i was like that i was like that once too and then suddenly i was watching cats frank i've seen it twice what uh... That's the thing. Why? She saw it once and then she saw it again. Like it I saw it once. I saw it the same day I saw Rise of Skywalker because both press screenings were the same day and I tell you what, that was a taxing day. <laughs> would have thought Cats would have been the better movie of those two. Oh, it was taxing. <laughs> Zoom. Bazinga. Um, but Frank, is there anything Bazinga. just in your heart of hearts that you feel needs to be kept or removed? buttholes you want to add buttholes Add buttholes release that butthole cut now and here's the thing (laughs) i'm glad you already brought up realism what is (laughs) because cats cats they 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 put their fannies in your face a lot all the time so (laughs) what what what? you're telling me not once in this movie (laughs) is there just a zoomed shot of a cat's ass going past the camera (laughs) Yeah, not once. You're telling me, you're telling me not, not, even <laughs> not once. It's it's super. You'd think there would have that would have happened too because like this may be the horniest movie I've ever seen. Oh my god, it's so horny. It's like so we're putting back in buttholes. 
<laughs> do you and we're, so we're just wait, gonna they, we're just gonna let them do it, cats. When you say put back in buttholes, away. do you mean that? Do you think that they put them in originally and then reinstall the buttholes? That's that's now that's the story I read. They had to have because if you think about it, all of the actors and dancers are wearing like zentai suits, right? And those don't have buttholes. Oh, they definitely they definitely smoothed out their bits for sure. Could you imagine mm-hmm. being that? Oh my god! Could you imagine being that graphic designer or computer? What if it's the the unsmooth guy who had to go in <laughs> and unsmooth. place buttholes? This person had to go in and place buttholes, and then the director was like, "Ugh, you know what? Never mind. Take those out." And he had to go and undo all of his butthole work. <laughs> He's like, "I worked so hard on these buttholes, sir." It's, I mean, I almost... And I'm, I'm imagining a big switch, and it's flicked to the on position, and it's a, it's a large lever, and <laughs> like it says toggle. It's buttholes. like a, it's like a Franken- And then a, the bottom one, it says smooth, and then, like, an the executive one's... just goes over and goes, like, ka-chung! So you're imagining, like, a and... Frankenstein's lab toggle switch. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and one... He, 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 top... he, he goes, he goes, ka-chung! And then it goes down to smooth, and like three animators just start screaming. And what's the opposite? What's on the other end of smooth? It's buttholes. Smooth buttholes. and buttholes are the two. Those are the two movie genders. The two options are buttholes <laughs> and yes, smooth. The two genders. Smooth and buttholes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So we're keeping. We're adding cat. Ma- we're keeping more cat magic. We're making it culty, even more culty. Um. They. What do we? Are we do we care should we leave the heaviside layer? Should we make it more sciency? Do we just admit that they're sending them on on a vacation? Maybe. Like <laughs> these aren't high stakes. Well, in the movie, it's well, no, and it's, it's, also they do it's this every life. night, right? No, they no, don't no, no, do it every night. It's just oh, it's once a year. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. It very well could be. Let's see if I can find Yeah, an about annual this. ceremony. So, um Oh, also, some of the cats, Frank, there's a subsection There's a subsection of Jellicle cats, and they're called Gumby cats. What? Mm-hmm. And do they stretch and go woogity-woogity? Like, like, like <laughs> You'd think so, but it turns out there's just the one, and it's Rebel Wilson. And um, here's the thing. According to the lyrics, she sits and sits and sits and sits, and that's what makes a Gumby cat. <laughs> okay. So Gumby cats uh, are the ones who tracks. sit. So we're all Gumby cats. Okay. Yeah. Um, when the hustle and bustle is done, the Gumby cat's work is hardly but begun. When all the family's in bed and asleep, she tucks up her skirts to the basement to creep. She's deeply concerned with the ways of mice. And she teaches them music, crocheting, and tatting. I don't know what tatting is. She teaches them how to, she teaches them how to ink. I believe oh. it's tattoo artistry. They've got that yeah. sick ink. Um, she likes to play with curtain cords. So it seems like a Gumby cat is just like regular cat, but also so are Jellicle cats. So it makes no sense. Um, let's get into our next segment called When and Where. And this is where we talk about setting and genre. So here's, we, we mentioned that they live on this human street and everything is proportioned presumably for humans. And there is at least one human in this, but the street is completely deserted. Maybe because it's just like middle of the night. It's night. It's nighttime. But also, like like we mentioned, all the things are like cat puns. So you've got like a milk bar, and I really I'm gonna try. Let's cats street. I'm trying to think of 
what other there was a champagne advertisement that was like a cat pun yeah it's just like all mm. cat puns even though these are presumably human business establishments so well are we sure like is it like danny the street like is it like you go into a cat neighborhood and there's like a cat street? I mean, it, it, I I feel like that would Are make sense. Are cats working the at the establishments? But no, it's and everything is huge to them. They're all human proportioned things. The cats can get into them because you know they're cats, but they're all right. Cats can get in pretty much anywhere. Um, except then sometimes a cat is as big as a milk jug, but the milk bottle is also the same size as the tire of the milk car. So like. None of the sizes of these cats make sense. It's it's very weird. Well, um, at one point, a cat is holding what's supposed to be yarn, and they've got they like can't get their whole hands around one string of yarn. Um, so they're ve- either very very small or very large. These cats, and I don't know if maybe we just make that part of the cat magic is they're just shape shifting all the time. Maybe that's part of the dark magic. Maybe that's the dark magic. But then they're all doing it without even knowing it. But so setting like the setting, I'm almost this almost it feels like a post human world or like a world where humans. Well, you, you, cater- you keep saying the beginning of the movie is a human saying. Well, I don't want this there cat. are still humans like- in it, but it seems like humans are no longer the dominant ones except based on some well, of the songs a woman like was keeping are. a cat as a pet and then got rid of it, it you know it, it but like, then why who's making all these cat restaurants for humans <laughs> maybe the successful business cats <laughs> maybe maybe there's so many cats that people maybe eat, it's eat maybe it's the cats now? who have is gone to the heaviside world layer. is this is this melmac <laughs> what melmac? if it is all the successful cats who have made it to the heaviside war the heaviside layer well then why, well, then are, they why are they oh they're the ones who made it. these cat they came back and made cat businesses because that's part of their new life is as successful when the balloon lands they always have a business idea they became a person <laughs> Do you think uh-huh. maybe when the balloon lands, they're a human with a cat themed business idea? Maybe this is <laughs> maybe they go to. The... I mean, I, I'm in it. I'm I, here. That's pretty good. I, I like that. We're, we're going to say that. I was also saying maybe this is a world where every single person has toxoplasmosis, um, which is that parasite. That's less fun. Yeah, I think I like your idea better. I just really wanted to say mine because it feels bad to not say things mm. as a as a white mm. male. With a microphone. With a microphone. Like, it feels bad to not say the things that I'm thinking. And so I need to say them. Even though they're not as Hmm. good as the things that you said. Okay. So the Heaviside layer is business school and human metamorphosis. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so (laughs) all all humans were cats. All humans were cats at one point. Now, what about... There's no babies, right? It's just people like, oh yeah, humans come out of the sky. That's the world we're in. <laughs> Where do babies come from? The no, stork. Oh, there are no babies. Oh, no, that's the stork, man. So, because there's a stork who goes up there and he's like, hey, cats, are you. And he brings down and, the balloons because it's all he, hot air balloons. He brings he down brings, the balloons. He brings and, okay, down the reincarnated. Yeah, maybe they, yeah, yeah. Re- maybe they do reincarnate as babies. And then when they just, they eventually grow up and they retain their cat business idea knowledge. Mm hmm. Much like, um, like when they're a child, they're like they're like drawing crayon pictures of it. It's like baby geniuses like, and boss baby put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're smart <laughs> when they're babies, and then they forget it, and then they can remember again. And then they can remember only the business parts. That o- the only thing they can remember is I must cater to cats. I must make mm-hmm. these cat things. And they make, um, and then they do that. Okay, 
And then, so it's very unclear what year it is in this movie because it seems like it could be the 20s or it could it's be. It's very like, anachronistic. Yeah. So I don't know if we care to make it any particular time or if we want like far future for ours because that could be. What if we did like cavemen times? <laughs> but they've still like got 10, like 10,000 BC. 10,000 BC. But the cats are still living in regular buildings. And then also nothing from the movie 10,000 BC. But so like the first movie. the first Jellicle cat comes up with the comes up with the idea of businesses. And, and what if there's an ancient war commerce. between Jellicles and the Forgotten Tribes? Oh, oh, there's more tribes. That's very good. Because Jellicles are the business cats. Jellicles are the business cats. Okay. And they've won. Well, they won in the olden times. Yeah, because capitalism always wins. Ah, okay. Um, this can be kind guys, of an think, industrialist do this, critique. Do you think this quarantine is doing anything to us? No, I'm fine. I think we're okay. fine. Um, this is, let me just, this is Grizabella the Glamour Cat. This is the this is the poem that made Andrew Lloyd Webber, Webber decide, yes, this has to be a musical. This is also the poem that T.S. Eliot said was too sad to be in his original collection. Remark the cat who hesitates towards you in the light of the door, which opens on her like a grin. You see the border of her coat is torn and stained with sand, and you see the corner of her eye is twist like a crooked pin. She haunted many a low resort near the grimy road of Tottenham Court. She flitted about the no man's land from the rising sun to the friend at hand. And the postman sighed as he scratched his head. You merely have thought she ought to be dead. You would never, you would, and who would ever suppose that cat was Grizabella the Glamour Cat? Grizabella the Glamour Cat, Grizabella the Glamour Cat. Who would ever suppose that cat was Grizabella the Glamour Cat? That's it. The poem is... Listen, we all fall on hard times. The, the poem is, look at how shitty this cat looks. Appa- this cat used to look good. This cat apparently used to look good, because I guess that's what a glamour cat is. Like, they don't even... What's a glamour cat? Like a like a David Bowie cat? <laughs> Grizabella in the movie doesn't look nearly this shitty. They really do Oh, she does, in. though. Her face is covered in snot. That's hey, true. going She's back to the previous snotting. segment, I'm going to get rid of Jennifer Hudson's snot yeah, face. Yeah, th- I'm surprised they didn't CG out her snot. So, Frank, she's always crying as she's singing. And just Ugh. instantly, like, two... <laughs> they just turn on, like, faucets. Just snot no, right out of her nose. No, It's very and, like, weird. All no, of the dancers, all of the professionally you. trained dancers are, like, slinking away like cats on their hands and feet. Jennifer Hudson just kind of... She's just walking around. Shuffles oh, no, she does crawl. Off. At one point, she does crawl away on all fours like a person crawling away on all fours, not at all making an effort to try to be a cat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so setting is ten thousand. We're doing ten thousand BC cat wars. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk characters and casting in our next segment called "Who Can It Be." Who can it be now? Obviously, Dylan and Cole are going to be the twins, Rum Tum Tugger and Mungo Jerry. Nope, Rumple Teaser and Mungo Jerry. Those are the thief mm-hmm. twins. Mm-hmm. Um, now they commit that, though. Like cat I think. Crimes. I think we keep I think we keep everybody else in all the same characters, right? But just transplant them back to 10,000 BC. So these so cats like, so so that breaks the question. Does that mean every cat who doesn't ascend into the sky is immortal? This is them choosing to die and become human? I think they kind of live like a a, a fevered forever existence until they ascend. <laughs> uh-huh. Like they they don't really know what time 
like day to day is kind of like nothing to them right <clears throat> like they're they're not aware of of like any kind of enlightenment from living forever they're just kind of like trapped in this unending cycle right and okay. old deuteronomy is the jesus one yeah but kind yeah but i don't know that that works though because old deuteronomy doesn't do any jesus stuff old deuteronomy just says yeah you get to die old deuteronomy doesn't say i'm gonna die for you wait is the, there's not a vote like they just all sing no. a song and then she picks mm-hmm it's not a democracy. And here's the thing. She's not even there for most of their performances. She's only there for two of their performances. The rest of them, she's not even there for. And she still is the one who gets to decide. Mm. Here's the thing about um, Bustopher Jones, though. He's not skin and bones. He's remarkably fat. So. He's a chunky kitty. He's so big. But then at one point, they imply that he hasn't eaten in a really long time. And that's how McCavity tricks him into going down a Mario pipe and coming out on the river tames but so you want to keep i kind of i don't want to keep james corden or rebel wilson in this though because i don't like them that's fine hmm. who would be a better we you they just got they just got booted hugh jackman is busted for jones oh shit yes but he's still fat he's still wearing a fat i'm amazed suit. that he wasn't already in the film he wasn't no you'd think he no should he have wasn't been. he's a big he's a big show show he's the greatest showman he <laughs> it's true Okay, so he's he's God the fat it. cat who eats, but so then I, who's our new Gumby cat who, as we all know, sits? Just Gumby from the cartoon. <laughs> Just, I don't care. With cat CG on it? Uh, may, in, yes, no, I don't know. You got me. I think- What is- <laughs> Who's- the, the, just, Melissa McCarthy. Knowing the- <laughs> Okay. I think she'd bring a better energy to it, for sure. You know Gumby's from the 50s, by the way? Yeah, dude. Gumby's real old. <laughs> what even is Gumby's deal? He goes into books and um, he but like. But why does he look history. this way? Well, somebody... <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was the 50s. What, what people what do were just like doing like? whatever. What do you want Gumby <laughs> to look like? Uh, I he's, don't know. He's a, he's a I'm pretty sure in, in the 50s, they thought ugly things were like fun, I think. Mm. And then not they ugly. just kind of... fine. Well, no, but like, have you seen Howdy Doody? Well, that's true. And so they were just, I think they just kind of like slapped a bunch of clay down. And then somebody was like, oh, there's eyes. And now, <laughs> now, yeah. and now there's Gumby. And he teaches you about history and stuff because he goes into, into history books. And he gets shot at by Indians and pilgrims. So no more casting. We're done. Judy Dench, Idris Elba, still in it. Taylor Swift still in it. Oh yeah, no, keep everybody. Taylor Swift, the except only... James Corden. Taylor Swift sings the song about Idris Elba, and I'm 99% sure it's because Idris Elba can't sing. But I have no proof. Although he tries a little bit, but he kind of just shouts. So we'll go just move on to the plot section. This is our final our final segment called "What's Going On." And so, um, we need, what are the other tribes that, so, so we're, we're, where, why are there no tribes today? That's what this movie's about. How the Jellicles killed everyone else. Their rise to power. The Jellicles. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about killed. I just think that they have the, the, the street. Like they could, they own the street. They own the street. So at 10,000 BC, what's this street look like? It's the same dirt. street. Uh, it's it's probably, dirt, but it's, like, it's made of it's like, like huts. dirt. Yeah, and instead of like the puns are like picture, like you know, pictograph based. Uh -huh. Like it's uh, 
you think in like Pharaoh time when Egypt wasn't 10,000 BC, right? That's after that's pretty far after. Yeah. 10,000 BC was, uh, was, was pretty much just cavemen, saber tooth tigers. Oh, whatever so, else was in that movie. So are we going to CG big, big old saber tooth teeth onto these people? Or are we going to make them wear a prosthetic and all have to sing? Yeah, and talk I, through it? uh, it's a good, I kind of like the idea of actors having to act through big vampires. Ian McCullen's just got those things. Like he's just got these big teeth yeah. just shoved out of his mouth. Okay. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's weird when the cats hiss at each other too, because we all knew that person in high school who actually hissed at people because they thought it was like you had a you had a you had an interesting high school. I feel like we yeah. all knew this person. None of you knew a girl who hissed at people. That is true. I did know a girl. Who I was aware at of like the concept that people reportedly existed. Well, Rebecca just Rebecca just said she did. So that you're the weird one now. Oh, geez. Okay. Geez. You didn't know any of the goth kids in your school? Oh, it was always the goth kids. And or I guess the the, they, they were more like the like too touchy feely and like always giving each other shoulder massages. Yes. That oh is these God. cats. Ugh, that is these yes. cats. That is that is exactly, exactly this movie yeah. is all of those people. This this production like this production was made for them. Andrew Lloyd Webber said, I need people to be cats. And they're all like, hello. I, I, I had a vision of, of 150 years from now. Yeah. Theater kids, let's be real. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, ugh. I mean, they're all theater kids. Is the thing all all actors pretty much were theater kids at one that, point. That's the thing, man. Like even like Vin Diesel was a theater kid, right? Right. He was like they're all theater kids. Sly Stallone was a theater kid, right? Mm. So in ten thousand BC, they've all got big teeth. And what other tribes are there? And I, I feel like we got to come up with good tribe names on par with Jellicle. Oh. So maybe like. So much like just regular cats names, you kind of just have to slap syllables together. Right. That's what I'm thinking. And so, and <laughs> I, <laughs> it would be fun to do a speed round where we just get to come up with new cats names as well. Because I, I think it. The bar's lower. The, the wet pats. The oh, that's good. Oh, wet pats dude, makes that's, that's that's a cat tribe. Evocative. For sure. Um, the the squimbos. Banana gerbos. <laughs> uh, the the tuna grump grump. <laughs> finish, finish. No one talk. Finish. Grump tie. Grump tilly. Grump. <laughs> you get one more try. <laughs> This last one is it. You got to make it a good one. Grump doodles. There we All go. Right. <laughs> tuna boys. The Kaiser Soses. Mm. Okay, we both kind of did the same thing there. Did we? You do you think the tuna boys <laughs> and the Kaiser Soses are the yeah, same yeah. thing? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about it's about sending <laughs> the, a message. The tuna boys. The tuna boys sound like a '50s street gang. Of They're the cats. greasers for sure. They're the greasers. <laughs> yeah, <of cats. laughs> Do you think each of them they, always they, has a tuna, like a, just a full tuna, like? Well, but it's like a cartoon one where, like, it's it's still like got the scales, but it's for some reason very convenient and portable. It's like, living. It's it, it's not like a stinky fish. Yeah, like, it's and they like they use it to. And hit it's also with. like like real tunas are like eighty pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a living. It's a living. Right. It's like Flintstones. Like, like the tuna looks in the camera and says, "Like, what are you gonna do?" 
I'm just, Something I'm smells just, fishy. And it shrugs. All of you us. can figure out how to make a cartoon tuna shrug without arms. <laughs> They've got fins. You can do it with little fins. Shrug without shoulders. Yeah, you could make it work. They've got... So they they use tunas as like their shivs, as their switchblades. And then they also comb their hair with them. <laughs> yes. And they do like a lot of like a lot of fish puns, like ah, oh, let's tip the scales in our direction. Yeah. And they all like way overly acknowledge each other's puns and yeah. like ruin the joke. Uh huh. <laughs> like, like yeah, you got him. Like because <laughs> he's got scales. Right. Okay. Um. And then, and then the two looks in the camera and he says like scale me. And so then what are the wet pats <laughs> like? Uh, they are the cats that actually like water, and so you can find them flipping about in the ponds and Mm. the rivers, just regular splashy boys. You know the sound that wet food makes when you, like, splorch it into a plate? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's like that. Wet pet, that's a wet pet. They like... Okay. And then, um, your grump doodles are like... They just They're the grumpy rough. cats. They just look so They're rough. all grumpy cats. Yeah. We need a tribe that talks like the parents in Peanuts. <laughs> the Womp Womps? Okay, the Womp Womps. That's, That's what good. they're called. They're called the Womp Womps. And they, they have an entire song, but it's just the word Womp. Wah, 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 Very wah, emotional. Wah, wah. Very <laughs> emotional. They're all sobbing throughout the whole thing. And then there's buttholes everywhere while they're fighting. So mm-hmm. then what is... On all of them. Do we learn the origin of cat magic here no no they just all have cat magic yeah since time immemorial okay so there's a lot of teleport fights and so that's the thing about mr mistopheles he is most of his magic aside from the one time he does real magic he's just doing like card um, tricks yeah he's doing close-up like he's pulling fake flowers out of a hat or making card he does make squirting water out of the flower in his lapel juggling exactly. bowling balls that's all he ever does and then at the end he makes things levitate after he does teleport old deuteronomy back probably does when, a he, co- gives cartwheels. Cartwheels. when he gives into the dark magic gives into the dark does he do a lot of three stooges noises no none because i think i think we can amp that up a little bit based on his song and the weird like amount of hype that he's gotten in pop culture at least in from people that i knew before i saw this movie i thought he was going to be very cool and he's kind of just like a whiny bitch boy the whole movie until he learns to do real magic oh yeah no he's, he's like the he's boy. the nice guy he's the one who like befriends the new that's girl true. Victoria. he is the nice guy and then they nuzzle heads real hard at the end so i think they're mm, fucking they just really get in there yeah so i think it's hard implied nuzzles. that they're fucking um yeah dude it's about hard nuzzles <laughs> yeah and so it's all the same cats in 10,000 bc but instead so then um but it's all there. They don't have the baggage of all these years yet. They're so then, still so then one of the cats hopeful. So who discovers the heavy side? McCavity hasn't even committed every crime yet. That's true. He's only so committed I feel like some crimes. Old Deuteronomy should be the one who has discovered the the heavy side layer, and that's why she. Picks so she's the who science goes. cat. Is she the science cat? She's got like. She's a not telescope. the science cat. She's not the science cat. She is the um. The one who has the biggest personality and is the most convincing to get these people to join her cult. But the Heaviside layer is real. Mm. It's not really a cult if it's, like, real what she's offering them. Well, so, like, because we already Jim established Jones, that I mean, that's or, like, turns... the Heaven's Gate people. The Heaven's Gate mm. people thought that was real. Yeah, but we established in our universe that the Heaviside layer is where cats become humans, and that's where humans come from. Like, in our universe, the Heaviside layer is a real thing where you get a new life. 
But like Heaven's Gate people, they like like the comet was a real. That's true. And we knew that. That's true, but the comet also... It's everything else that comes with it that they were not so sure about. But we're, but I'm saying that we are the creators of this universe, and we get to, we're get we saying that that is real. But you're telling me that maybe it's not real, after all. And they, what or if, maybe, okay. Well, what if we, we know see what it? happens once the balloon goes into the sky and comes down, but Old Deuteronomy doesn't. Or maybe, maybe she does. Okay, okay. So here's... Maybe... Maybe she left the room once and there was a cat in the room, but then when she came back, there was a baby in the room instead. Or what What if she knows, and here's the thing, cats, you don't want to become a human if you're a cat. You don't want that, but because you come but back- think of all the businesses you could open. Because you come back business obsessed with cats, old Deuteronomy is like, we need more of these dumb bitches to be making us bars and stuff. And so- all yeah, the other... so what if she's like, this cat has a real knack for grocery shopping. Right. <laughs> so we're going to send this cat up into the sky, and when he comes back, we're going to have grocery stores as far as the eye can but see. But the, the, to the general populace, they think they're just going to heaven and for a new life. They don't know that, they have to, that they're being forced to return as a mortal human who lives in service of cats. Mm. it's a worse life actually the egyptians i think the egyptians were on to something yeah the egyptians well the egyptians were just like maybe the egyptians were the first ones maybe we don't go ten thousand bc maybe we just go like egypt well no because there so were people, humans before egypt yeah well there were humans before ten thousand bc too <laughs> there were i saw that movie yeah when did humans first show up i think we've been around for something like like at least 11 years apparently like modern humans like us apparently uh oh yeah yeah at least almost a million no like half a million well that's yeah well there's like the whole like various kinds of cavemen okay yeah okay yeah (laughs) erectus So, um, old Deuteronomy's tricking people. What is, 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 is this going to be one of those stories where we reveal that like McCavity, well, no, cause he really wants it. He's, he buys in. He's just more evil than the rest. Maybe he just really wants it so he can disprove old Deuteronomy. Like maybe he's onto her shit. Maybe he's onto her shit because that's the thing. Cause if she, if, if he was really like, like she would just, if, if he was buying in, she would totally just send him because he'd be out of the way. She'd be like, yeah, man, you can go. Go ahead. Go become a human. Yeah, but then but then she runs the risk of when he comes back as a person, like, totally blowing up her spot. But when you come back as a person, you don't remember any of the cat stuff. All you remember is that I gotta make shit for but cats. But maybe he does. That's the thing. Maybe that's what he's doing. He's his magic. He's learned how to retain the knowledge. And so she's like, I'm never choosing you. And he's like, well, I'm I'm a bad cat. But actually, he's a good cat. Mm. We're doing one of those Like, stories. this dark magic gave me the power to choose who goes to the heavyside lair and because you also have the dark magic like you can't you can't give my secrets away so that raises some uh some fun questions for the future in which now that mr mistopheles has started down the dark magic path she's gonna have to take care of him at some point oh the cats averse yeah we're gonna have to do a whole mm. cats averse um okay so then cat magic is already a thing and so is it just like she convinces so they just use the so the Jellicle cats are basically the Catholic Church is what I'm hearing, and they just eradicate. They just control all other. They they get so much power, and then uh, all the other tribes just become Jellicles. Like, does is there only one tribe, or it's just we don't care well, about I any think more it's, tribes? I think it's kind of a submit or like. There's probably <laughs> there's probably feral cats that don't live on the street. 
the capital T capital S because feral cats live on the, the streets. Street. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But there's there's the outside world that's like not that doesn't right. have okay. good shops. So at first, at first, the Jellicles in our movie, they're just gonna be like this fringe movement, and it's like look how far they've they they go because by the time of it, cats, it's like cats want to get on the street and become Jellicles. Like everybody's mm. wants it bad. Um. It's weird that they only send one hu- one cat a year to become human, though. I guess they they gotta slow it down. Well, do they say it's one a year? Do we or do we say that? I don't it's remember. it's one a year. Okay. Not that it matters. It's not that it matters. Maybe it's just like you know. Well, well it's a cat year. Maybe that's maybe some What's humans. A cat year? I mean, humans can still make other humans, which dude, old cats Deuteronomy don't keep not calendars expect. or time. I bet you that a cat year is whenever they feel like it. That's true. That's probably like every other day. She's just like, all right, it's been a year, and they're like, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So only then, two moons have passed. Or like, yeah, the first person that's like, Malibu, has it been a year yet? I don't know. Sure, why not? They Let's do, do talk about the Jellicle Moon a lot, but they never explain what that is. So that's got to have something to do with their Maybe little, that's the uh, source of all the dark magic. Maybe that's like a food that they also eat. Well, they often look at the moon when they say it. Mm. So it seems like it's related to their weird the moon. Well, maybe the moon is made of like cat food or tuna. Mm. Or cheese. <laughs> In the Mac McCavity song... They say he's the bafflement of Scotland Yard, which means there are human police trying to catch this cat. Okay, he's broken every human law. He breaks the law of gravity so he can fucking fly. Powers of levitation. He breaks tele- laws both human and metaphysical. Human and natural. Like, yeah, he's a ginger cat. Not in the movie, but he is in the song, even though he's clearly not in the movie. Uh, his head is highly domed, uh, I guess, for his big, big brain. <laughs> he seems cool. He's got movements like a snake. He's and when you think he's asleep, he's always actually awake. Uh, he seems so. He's cool, Santa, but also he's a monster of depravity. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he's doing all of it. He's doing all of it. What does I just want to know? Like, what does the we need our big like? F- what does it look like when all these tribes fight? Like, how does Old Deuteronomy beat all the other tribes? With the magic. biggest explosion of dark magic we have ever seen. Yeah, dude. We're talking like we're talking like the CGI Mind that a studio pumps out when they mm. think the movie is a gonna fail, and so they put like twice as much money into the CGI as anything else. Right. So we're just gonna do one of those big old fights with like thousands We're talking of like CG Battle cats. of Five Armies. Just tons like, of CG cats teleporting around, <laughs> levitating. My leg. okay cool um i think we did it for the plot is that i just thought about him naked again (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying um the best thing about skimble shanks is that he's a cat who i think he lives on a did you make that one up or is that one real no he's the railway cat skimble shanks the railway cat you guys could have been saying made up names this entire time by the way and i would not have known he is a cat he's the railway cat which i think i think he lives on a train and here's the thing is okay so trains exist the train won't leave without him in this they establish that in the song it's like the conductor and all the people on the train are like where the fuck is skimble we gotta go but we can't go without him. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. He says, at 1142, with the signal overdue, the passengers all frantic to a man. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting really choked up. <laughs> the passengers are all frantic to a man. That's when I would appear, and I'd saunter to the rear, 
I'd been busy in the luggage van. Busy doing what, Skimble? Tracking down mice. Frank, how many... Um, so I just remembered that mm. we're, we turned off the smooth... We toggled butthole. Mm-hmm. And that just paints that... Smooth turned up to butthole. That... <laughs> That- Throughout the film, there's going to be just, like, people will walk in front of the camera, and there's going to be butthole, or, like, the camera will pan, and, like, the, giant the end of the shot is just, just thinking- some butthole. <laughs> just think of the giant battle in context of turning up the butthole. It's just, just a lot of donut rings. <laughs> um, I, the other thing that I that I like about this is we did say they got to stop moving like weirdos, and they just have to walk regular, so there's going to be a bunch of cat people walking around like it's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Changing size and shape uh, and teleporting around. Okay. Um, so what? let's get into our um, final secret segment where we talk about what are we eating and what are we drinking during cat time. What's um, like a milk-based Mountain Dew? They do have whiteout, which is white, but you're not supposed to give cats milk. Are we going to let that keep going? Is that responsible? I mean, it's part of the stereotype. Yeah, but stereotypes are often What wrong. if – here? it's it, – it, so we'll still use milk for the shots, but we'll just say it's it's tuna water. Ew. Ooh. Okay. First of all, cats Some love of that tuna water. Warm tuna oh, water. Right. So I, think, I was thinking about cats, it as a person, cats, not as a cat. You're right. Yeah. Um, and so cats you're drinking go Mountain Dew fucking white. bananas for tuna water. There is a scene, Frank, where um, bananas for tuna water. In order, I think this is when it's when Mac McCavity first shows up to be chosen to the choosing like taylor swift comes in and she just doses everybody with catnip for some reason to just make them all trip but because of the people playing this it it becomes very sexual and they all look like they're coming um it's very unsettling um but so there's just cat there's a lot of drugs that we didn't even get into um but we could add that in our at least they're like a human food equivalent of catnip cheetos uh are you talking about the marijuana? Oh yeah, we could just have them have our, but have them have them do the doobies. Have them. Eat, oh, I see but... you guys just totally skipped right on over my Cheetos. Oh, Cheetos is what? What? Have Cheetos you had is like Cheetos? Catnip. They're like. Have, cat- have had I had them? Cheetos? Yeah, I was eating They're them last addicting. night. They're addicting, and I go wild. If you eat enough spicy ones, it. Makes I it- just have to make sure that's the joke you wanted to make. Like I. <laughs> I go buck wild on them. Have you have you had those those new those cone limon those those lime Cheetos? No, limon is it's, it's Cheetos. Well, it's Cheetos cone limon. But limon so means lemon? lemon. That's lemon it, in Spanish. It, it does not. With lime? Yeah, limon. Yeah, they they have lime in the dust. Yeah, so cone limon. Yeah, so, but yeah, limon with lime. means lemon. And con means with. But it, that means yeah. with lemon. Uh, so here's the thing, and I'm. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna assume it's got the like accent over the O, which which apparently means either. I don't know. No, it means li- lemon. Oh wait. I'm gonna assume that the international company Frito Lay used someone who spoke Spanish. <laughs> like, I, don't worry, I'm googling. I'm it. just gonna guess. I'm also googling it. Too. Limon cheese. Oh, I don't know that I like that. Because okay, hang on. English to Spanish. So lemon, it's a lime. Lemon is limon, but lime. But then why is he squeezing a lime? But right. so and it's I, I, I don't green. doubt that the flavor of Cheeto is lime. I'm saying they used the wrong fucking Spanish word because lime in Spanish is lima. Hey, also Cheetos because there's a cat on it. Because mm-hmm. there's a well, it's it's a cheetah. A cheetah is a kind a of cheetah. cat. Right? I'd say so. 
Okay. I mean, they are cats. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, do we do anything else? In so the we're show? gonna. We're not. There's no weed. So I mean, you can't really eat it. I mean, you can. You can put it in it's, things that you eat. Well, but first are of we all, really you really gonna expect? Right? Our, are we gonna ask our listeners to do a whole like to bake stuff? That's never. No, you can just buy that stuff. Get get That's some true. Cheetos cone limon and then call Frito Lay and explain to them they use that the wrong limon is limes. Word. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. And then you know get get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you everybody so much for listening. We love you very much. And if you love us, give us that good rating and review on Apple podcasts. Cause that helps so much for real. That's like the best way to, to, to help us. If, or send us money. Or send us money, but like I don't really want to give you my personal info, but you can like DM us on Twitter, I guess, and then we'll figure out how you can send me some money. <laughs> if you know anybody who you think would like the show, just send it send it to them too. That also helps. And then get them to write us a rating and review. Thank you so much for the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network for having us. Um, there's a ton of other good shows there you should check out, like The Nighthawks or Geek Parenting or um, Petticoat Lane. Um, until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. I'm Jenny Annie Dots. That's not true. But so, Frank and Rebecca, what is a password for our listeners to get in next week? <laughs> Squirm blump. Come, Judah. <laughs>